I went back and rewatched the video that you sent in um, just to kind of get what you were thinking. Um, you know, the thing that resonated with me is is how much you talked about the kids enjoying it. So, um, what is it about this particular lesson that that you feel like really grabs the kids? I, I think it's a couple things. I, I I think it's it's a newer activity that they're they're familiar with, um, and I'm I'm getting at the application, the can jam. Um, in our area, frisbee golf is is people people kind of understand it, um, but when it comes to like frisbee, kids just don't really like they don't we. We introduce ultimate frisbee, and kids just love ultimate frisbee because it's a newer activity. Um, they're kind of already familiar with frisbee, but they've been burned out on it. It's just a kid's toy at this at, at the secondary level. Okay. But when we teach them how to play ultimate frisbee or do frisbee golf, it's, it's kind of like they their 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 youthful um, excitement comes back to life. And so when when we do like the can jam activity, kids just eat it up, and and they don't really realize how how hard they're working. And, um, and as a teacher, I push them a little bit, you know, beyond uh, what they normally would with this activity just because I know they're going to enjoy it. And so at the end of it, they're sweating, they're laughing, they're enjoying it. So I think it's a couple things. I think it's, you know, it's revitalizing a youthful activity within the Frisbee. And it's also something that's new as far as newer activity. Um, so I think it's a couple things right there. All right. So explain Can Jam for me real quick. Is that a, that a Michigan thing? Oh, I don't know. I oh. just assumed it was no. Um, so it's an activity where um, it, I guess if you Google, it would be easier for me. But anyway, it's okay. A, I'll do that then. Don't worry about it. No, I'll explain it to you. But it's, just so you get an idea, because it's really as I start figuring out how I'm going to explain it, it's really bizarre. So <laughs> it's it's in like a big box retailers. But what it is, it's a can that is you set on the ground and you have a frisbee and so this can has an open top and a, a slice in the in the center the frisbee can fit into so if you 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 have partners and i my partner is behind the can and i'm about 20 feet away from the can and i throw the frisbee and if i um hit the can just the side of the can my team gets a point if i um, make it in the side it's game over and if I throw it and my partner will tap it so it lands inside the can, then we get two points. And it's a pretty high-energy game um, the way we have it. The original game, the original Can Jam game, is just a backyard game. Okay. But it's pretty laid back. So we've added some agility to it where um, we've added the rule of when you throw the Frisbee, um, you switch with your partner. So I, I toss the Frisbee. My partner can either... Um, let it hit the cone, or they can tap it to hit the cone to get um, an extra point. And as soon as you throw, you switch parts with your okay. You switch spots with your partner. So your partner retrieves the frisbee, runs back to the throwing line. The original thrower runs to the to the cone. Um, so yeah, we've turned like a backyard game into an active game. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. Um, okay. So you you talked about you know the rejuvenation or revitalization of a of a kid's toy um what else helps you come up with the come up with this lesson um i think the the level of the fitness is something else that ties into it 
I, I really believe the kids want to be active when they come to PE. Um, most of them really want to be active and get a workout, at least in our school. And so we we kind of tie into this this revitalization of this youth toy with with an active um, like an application activity that they enjoy. And so you, you put those back into it. And again, it's all about motivation. So motivating the kids to do something they want to do and motivating them something that they've already kind of enjoyed in their life. Those two things come together pretty well. How often do you see the kids? I see them daily. Every kid? Or one. Um, and is it elective or is it is PE a required course? Um both the PE nine that where we use this lesson is a required course. Okay, so you get every student. We get every student. Okay, how many? One, yep. How so many? You get one semester, uh, and it's we see them every day for I think it's roughly eighteen weeks in a row. Okay, um, and how often do you break this lesson out? Um. I do it at least once a semester. We, we try to do units. So we have like a Frisbee unit where we do disc golf, ultimate Frisbee. And, and so this is a kind of a introductory um, lesson in that unit. So we're teaching the kids how to throw, teaching the kids how to catch, and we're, and we're teaching them how to tie fitness into Frisbee activities. So after this unit, we'd actually go into like ultimate Frisbee um, games, disc golf games, those kinds of things. Okay. Um, what, you know, when you, you've obviously had some success implementing it. So what tweaks have you, what have you learned from, from, from the times that you've seen the students go through this? I mean, is this the, is this your lesson in its original form or are there tweaks that, that you've been able to, to make to it, to make it a little bit even more impactful? Yeah. So this is, this has been, this is a lesson that's been tweaked. The original lesson, I didn't really have them um, doing any calculations with heart rate. I, I now have them calculate, you know, are you in your zone, out of your zone type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that in a lot of different lessons. So when it gets to this unit, they've already, they already kind of know that. Um, uh, the, the talking points and those rubrics, those have all been uh, refined to, to be a little bit more simple so the kids can see it and they can understand it. And we use we use rubrics quite a bit, so they understand the format, too. That's not new to them. Okay. Uh, and the actual activity itself, the, the application activity of, of, of modified Can Jam, uh, I've, I've modified that, too. Originally, we just played the original game, and I was like, man, there's no fitness here. <laughs> and then... Uh, so we added in, you know, some some rules that adapted it, and and so I tried that, and then when we did that, I kind of burned the kids out in about two minutes. They were just exhausted. So then that's when I, I added in like the rounds, like the thirty second breaks, mm-hmm. um, you know, making the rounds shorter, you know. So so there's been a lot of little tweaks here and there. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, what feedback have you gotten from the? from the students on this obviously good but um but are there any specifics um that were surprising to you or or anything like that but the original part was surprising uh that they that they like in, they enjoyed it you know because i was kind of trying to figure out we we have frisbee's a, a four to five day unit and we can really burn the kids out with ultimate frisbee or disc golf so i was really looking for something else 
an activity that we could really teach the skills because if you come in and try and teach secondary students how to throw a frisbee they're just they just like all right we already know how to do this but if we start putting in activities like cam jam and having targets and that kind of stuff they they, they buy in right away so that was a surprise that hey they bought in um the other the feedback that i got from the kids obviously was wow that was fun can we play that again can we do that again hey let's do another round or you know they would get into the scoring as far as well we're in second place right now we want we want to win let's do another round and those kinds of things and that for me that feedback right there is is the best feedback i could get in the sense that they're enjoying it they're motivated to continue to do it they understand it and they could do this outside my my gym or my classroom so that that's really how i look at it the, the feedback um it is a little bit tough to teach the the frisbee skills to kids unless they have motivation and that's kind of why i i went to this originally but once you once you get them figuring it out and being able to throw and catch and, and work as a team i mean you and you add in the team are dynamic as well so mm -hmm. there's a lot of little things that the feedback i get from the students mostly is you're right hey it's fun let's do this again um but it's more of how the class interacts with each other and the feedback you see there forward of, of kids working together and working with different partners and that kind of thing too. So if the primary objective is improved fitness and, you know, to get them moving, um, the, the teamwork skills have to be a nice, you know, secondary, uh, teaching point or skill, or skill development, uh, Absolutely. aspect. Yeah. And that's, and that's the rewarding part. I mean, we're PE teachers are, are pretty inventive. We do a pretty good job of getting kids moving. I think what we struggle at is getting kids to do things outside of our gyms and, and it, being able to work with a, a variety of, of partners. I think those are the two things that I see in my teaching anyway that I can improve on. And so that was, you know, in designing this is I wanted to give them something they could do with very little equipment at any time and be able to do with anybody. And, and this is one of those activities. Cool. Um, you mentioned you guys do heart rate quite a bit. When did you, obviously that's something that, that we as a company are interested in. Uh, when did you start incorporating heart rate into your, into your program and into, into lessons like this one? Um, maybe like, maybe like two years ago. Actually, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. I, I would say probably more like five years ago, okay. four, four to five years ago. And I've been, and the reason why I say it is I've been in a couple different schools in that time. So it's hard to say when did this school do it, but this school that I'm at now is probably two years ago. I've incorporated it into my teaching about five years ago of really making a point to stop and check heart rate, um, utilize where your heart's at, have that change, what you're gonna do next, those those kind of ideas. Um, yeah, it, it's probably been about five years ago in my teaching, a couple years okay. ago in this school. And how do you feel like that has helped your program you know focusing on 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 this and and, and introducing students to it I, it goes back to the motivation part i, I think it gives another a students a, a completely different motivation rather than the score of a game rather than who's doing what now the the motivation is is really the self-motivation the self-drive of can i challenge myself to get into my you know healthy fitness zone and can I keep it there? What can I do to keep it there? I, I, that's kind of how I get my students to, to understand it. So you take this approach of who's winning, who's losing to what am I doing to be being healthy and, and kind of owning their, their health or their, their physical fitness. 
Okay. Um, so what advice do you have for, for other teachers who may see this and, and want to implement a unit like this with their programs? My first advice would be to, to take it and make it their own. Um, every, every teacher is doing something special and, and they have their own little way of doing it with their group. And that's, what's important is this works for my kids because of those things that I had already talked to you about. We have, we use rubrics often, we use the heart rate checks often. And so we can build those into pretty much any unit, um, as long as we break it down and, and make time for it. So my first thing would be just to, to make it their own, um, as the lesson is. It, it works. It works well for us. Um, it takes a, you know, we could do this with our eyes closed because it's our, it's our format. We, we go through our warm up. We always have an introductory phase where we, you know, do heart rate check. We, we discuss the knowledge components of what's going to happen in the lesson. And then we just get right into it. So I, I think it's a, it's a teaching style. That's, that's important there. Um, the, the next thing would be to incorporate whatever that, um, structure is into every lesson that you're doing so the kids can really um, they can understand what's coming next we know that students learn better when they can predict what's coming next mm -hmm. so having that having that same structure in your lesson so if you're doing a heart rate check at the beginning of lesson do it do it at the beginning of lesson every single time and, and just kind of getting in that same structure so if I had to say how does this how does this become successful is we have a we have a learning routine that we stick to every day and we we make we make our lessons our own with those routines um makes sense um tell me a little bit about your background you said you've been teaching for is it five years now or you've been just last couple in, of jobs it's been five years i'm in my 10th year of teaching okay um i first started out in the lansing area uh, which is a, a very inner city district. Um, I, I've taught health and PE K through 12. I um, had a two year hiatus where I worked on my master's degree. I was a graduate assistant at Central Michigan University. Um, I taught PE teacher education classes there while I was working on my master's degree. And then I came back into public ed, um, secondary um, health and, and phys ed. And so I've, I've done, I've, that's kind of my, professionally what I've done, I, I have a number of state and national presentations um, in and around teaching physical education and, and structures. Um, one of my motivations is I just kind of focus on, on grants and acquiring grants to, to better improve communities. And so I've, I've been in a, um, quite a few different schools, just the way teacher layoffs and those kinds of things have happened. Um, to where I've been, I've seen a lot of different physical education environments, um, rural, inner city, um, primary, secondary, all different kind of levels. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've, I kind of pride myself on just being able to witness and see a lot of different phys ed environments and, and seeing a lot of different teachers and what seems to work and what doesn't work. So it's, um, yeah, it's kind of a cool, kind of a cool little background to, to see a lot of diverse environments with phys ed um what how'd you get into how did you how did you decide this is what you wanted to do <laughs> um when i was in the eighth grade i had a careers class and i was i was a pretty poor student in middle school and um i had a teacher 
just finally said decide decide something and so i i you know i, was, I don't know what i'm gonna do and she said what about a teacher and i said well let's let's do that so i had a i had a um, college professor come in and speak to our class because that was kind of the assignment we had to have a guest speaker come in and i just remember sitting in that class thinking wow i i really want to teach and so as i went through high school and, and started my undergrad i realized that the only thing that i really truly was passionate about was was health phys ed and math I, just those things stuck with me so that's kind of what i went into and i and i was able to really focus on phys ed and health and and um and do a nice job there so that's kind of where i where i stuck and ultimately i just really i really enjoy teaching something that impacts every other area of education and and, and everybody's life in a positive way and, and getting students who who don't enjoy phys ed or don't enjoy activity to value it by the time they leave my class and that's kind of what motivates me to do what i do so what's the secret to getting a an unmotivated kid to for that light bulb to go on um it's really cliche but love them figure out what motivates them and be genuine and have interest in their lives i, I think that's really what matters i i have some of the the what I, what I, what other teachers believe to be some of the toughest kids that struggle in a lot of different environments, I just am able to. I can take them in, in a gym and get to know who they are and figure out what types of activity they enjoy and and have them doing it, and then just showing showing them how hey, you know, they're starting to value it themselves without me telling them to, to value it, and and then that the light bulb turns on and they realize, well, I do feel better or I do eat better or I do sleep better, um, you know points on when I'm doing these things so it doesn't work with everybody I mean it's not a I'm, I'm no miracle worker or anything like that I, I just think that every once in a while you get these kids that are just really struggling with with life events and school events and then we have this little magic wild card that they really haven't been introduced to properly and then when they are they they value it so there's a philosophy that so the philosophy is kind of get them feeling good about moving and have them feel good about them start to just give them something they can feel good about and let it translate or let it transfer to other parts of their life yeah i, th I think so and and you know and, and letting them know that there is no there's no secret magic thing it's just you know it gets in you get you just got to invest in yourself and, and get it done yeah 